What's up, guys? It's Bradley with the Insurance Guys Podcast. Hey, look, recently I actually got two more days out of my month. If you know me and you know how tight my schedule is, me getting two more days is huge. And I'm going to tell you how I did that. I did that with CoverDesk. Guys, this is not a testimonial, even though they are a sponsor. It's not a testimonial. It's not a made-up story. This is a real-life story. Me as a new agency owner, obviously, my business organization chart, I fill 80% of the seats, right? Well, one of the things that I do because I wanted to make sure that my people get paid right is I reconcile all my commission statements for all my carriers. And literally, guys, when it comes around payroll time, it takes two whole days for me to reconcile for the agency and reconcile for my agents. And I recently trained my cover desk virtual assistant on how to reconcile the agency commissions for my management system, which I'll say is not a popular management system. It's a newer management system. And I was able to train her how to do that. Literally, guys and gals, it bought me two extra days in the month. I could get two more days of production, get two more days with my family. Think about what you could get from two days. That's what this service from CoverDesk has provided me. Give CoverDesk a call or head over to www.coverdesk.com. Thanks. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Sarah Land, Alabama, parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome my friend, Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Now that we're doing video as well as audio when we're recording these, anytime we have a first-time guest that I know has listened to the show, <laughs> I like looking at their face when you do that because they're it's always like, holy crap, he really does that every single time. Because I'm, I'm like that little frog, that little frog on Looney Tunes cartoons when they'd be like, ribbit, hey, hey, uh, how are you today? And then we go on the show and they're like, holy shit. What just happened? <laughs> Pretty much. Brad- Bradley, let me tell you about my morning. I get up, I take a shower, of course, as always, thinking about you in the shower, and I get my clothes on, and we are building, I live in a little 1,200 square foot house that every insurance agent in America's Mima and Papa live in, Okay. Paint the picture, guys. You always want to paint the picture. So I'm painting the picture. I live in the same house that everyone listening to this show's Meemaw and Pawpaw lives in. That's what I live in. I am a man of few needs. If I could, I would live in a cabin. I live so far in the woods that back that rabbits have to backpack in to see me. That's how far out in the woods I live. I put my clothes on. I walk out, I open the front door, and as I open the front door, there is a guy with the power company. There's these two huge power trucks in my yard, and homeboy has got a one of those power company hard hats on, and he looks at me when I open the door, and he goes, so what are we doing here today? And I said, well, I'm going to do a damn podcast. I don't know what you're doing. And so what we're doing and the reason he was there was Monday they were supposed to come out. We're building a little uh, addition on the back of our little Meemaw and Pawpaw house. We're putting in a master bedroom and a master bathroom on the back of our house, which ironically enough, where the roof line goes is exactly where the power has been run. 
So we had to have that moved from the back of the home to the front of the home where it probably should have been put to start with. So that's why I was late for our very first podcast this morning, and we actually are going to have to reschedule that. And Bradley, my apologies for that. I had They were supposed to be out Monday. They came to this morning. I just told you what happened, but I apologize. I was I had the insurance commissioner coming on, so uh, no you got to take that up with him. Well, he'll just have to wait. We got more important guests to get on than the damn insurance commissioner, guys. I am excited about our podcast today. And I you want to talk man, about the Alabama Eye Day? Uh, how it can actually bore the spots off a leopard? <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> our first guest today. He is the chief economist for the Worldwide <laughs> Blah 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 Foundation. And we'd like to introduce Mr. Robert Jensen. Come on up, Robert. For all you insurance (laughs) agents out there, uh, we appreciate you being here today. We would like to talk about the economy during uh, uh, the global economy of Sri Lanka and uh, how that affects the gross domestic product for the USA. And Scott's over there going, this is the most boring thing I have ever heard in my whole life. You got me started, Bradley. This is your fault. But anyway, guys, we got a fun show for you today. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be on this program today. Excited to be alive. Obviously, there's our country right now, we're in the middle of revelations. We have wildfires uh, across the entire state of California, two uh, hurricanes in the Gulf of Mexico, and a worldwide pandemic. I am doing exactly what President Trump told me to do, which is stick uh, Clorox wipes up my ass every morning. And so far, that has worked. I do not have any coronavirus. But uh, we are excited to have our guest on today. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. So let me just get into it. He was born, raised, and lives in Eugene, Oregon. Former collegiate baseball player at St. Martin's University and has a beautiful, soon-to-be wife, Miss Kelly, and they have two beautiful, beautiful babies. And he is the agency owner of Sims Insurance and since 2014 has been helping Medicare beneficiaries. In January of 2020, he started his quest. He started his quest to become the most watched insurance agent on TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor to introduce to you today, Mr. Scott Sims. How are you, Scott? Doing very well, you guys. Thank you for that introduction, Scott. Man, I am so excited to have you on this show today. I've got so much. Bradley, can we just do a six-hour podcast, please? (laughs) Hey. No. I've got to be off this. I cannot go any later than 4 p.m. today, Bradley, and it's 1042 a.m. right now. I'm actually uh, speak, I'm speaking about just, to the young. I'm speaking to the young agents of Tennessee at two thirty. So we're done then. Well, don't humble brag or anything. Damn. Um, letting you know. Scott. I'll do it for free. <laughs> That's, hey guys, anybody wants Bradley and I to speak, just know that we'll do everything for free. That's <laughs> pretty much our mantra. Not the case. <laughs> Hey, uh, can y'all drive to Hawaii and uh, speak to the Hawaii Insurance Association? We've got a budget for y'all of three hundred dollars. We can pay you. That's here's much, that's here's, how this here's is all gone for us. <laughs> here's what I tell people, and obviously this has changed via COVID, but we take, or at least I take, and I know Scott does too, 
multiple calls a week from insurance agents, sometimes two a day with some, some problem. And a lot of times they'll reach out and say, Hey, I have this problem and send you a text that's two feet long. And it's easier for me to say, Hey, call me and we'll talk for five minutes than to sit there and think out a response because they're not going to get the context and say, well, you told me to do this and you know, it's there, not there and that sort of thing. And, uh, never have I once ever thought about charging for any of that and never would. But the way that we make up for that time is when we do speaking engagements and things like that. Well, we've been doing what I've been doing for some of the, the ones that I have is I'm like, Hey, look, I'll do virtual this year, but then commit to getting me next year to come in person. But anyway, that's beside the point. Scott Sims. I have so much I got to talk to you about today. So let's start by you climbing in, beside me in my DeLorean. I've read your bio. I've talked to, you know, talked to some people that know you. Tell me how you got into insurance business and just kind of bring us up to the day and then we'll get into all the good stuff. Sure. Uh, so back 2014, I was at a spot in my life, you know, wasn't happy with my job and wanted, wanted to do something different. Right. And so I, I was looking at real estate. I was going to, I was going to do the real estate thing and go that route. A good friend of mine who, who I had refereed basketball with over the years, um, he was a sales guy and he, he got into something a couple years before that and was kind of quiet about it. And when I was speaking with him and told him, Hey, I'm going to do this insurance thing. Uh, he's like, Hey, let's take a look at this, this Medicare thing, this Medicare Advantage, Medicare supplement thing. And, and so we had a couple conversations and, you know, once I learned about the business and how you can grow and, and continue to grow um, every year, you know, with residuals and things like that, I, I really bought in and, you know, not knowing anything about insurance, I just kind of followed his lead and uh, got into a retail kiosk. Okay. Started my insurance business going down to the grocery store of all places and having just a kiosk and just talking with people. And every year during that open enrollment time, I would do that and had a second job throughout the year, you know, it, it can be tough getting started with insurance. Right. So anyway, I was, I was out hustling. I was working two jobs. And after six years, we're at this point now where we are all in, you know, we're doing social media, doing the TikTok stuff, just seeing where it goes and having fun with it. And, you know, when you, when you get a message from guys like you, it, it's, it's really just an honor and it, and it feels good to, to know that some people are paying attention and watching. So it, it's just been fun. It's been a fun ride. So before we get into the TikTok stuff, which I know Bradley and I are wildly interested in, here's what I know. We have never had an individual on this podcast to talk about Medicare beneficiaries and supplemental programs because, again, much like I day at the University of Alabama it has a tendency to bore the spots off a giraffe. <laughs> but, but let me say but. this. If but, you have 20,000 followers on TikTok, you're obviously not boring. Absolutely. I, that's, that's where I was going with this. I understand what a qualified Medicare beneficiary is, but I think, and, and you got to go with a guy like me that knows baseline zero, the stuff that you're selling, they are uh, insurance, well, not really insurance policies, but almost is it almost like a savings account that they're getting, and then it gives them all kinds of like benefits like, no copay, no deductible, lower prescription drug cost, all that stuff, correct? Similar, similar. It's not a health savings account or anything like that, but once you turn 65, you know, you can go on to original Medicare A and B. That's an 80-20 program. 
you don't want to just stay on that. If you can, if you can get some supplemental coverage or an advantage plan, that's going to increase your benefits and come with drug coverage and things like that. So it's improving their coverage. And a lot of the times they're not having to pay anything for it. A lot of the times it's a zero premium plan. So increasing somebody's benefits with no money out of pocket, most of the time saving them money from that prescription drug plan. So when I hear the word Medicare beneficiary, I think about this term and I've heard it before in politics, but I think it, I think it's really what you're kind of taking care of. I keep hearing the word donut hole. Does that have anything to do? Are you taking care of the donut hole? We are are helping. We are. The donut hole is there. And last year they said the donut hole was going away. That's for prescription drug coverage. Okay. So these people on Medicare, once their total out of pocket drug cost gets to a certain point, their drugs go up. And um, so just trying to educate people. So if you've seen some of my TikToks, I talk a little bit about that and just, Mm -hmm. just trying to educate people, just trying to educate. That's, that's kind of my thing online. So let's get into TikTok. January 2020 rolls around. You create a TikTok account. You're thinking to yourself, like I do, what the hell am I going to do with a TikTok account? This is for high school kids. And so what was the thought process that you had that got you to where you are today, which by all accounts is the most watched insurance agent on TikTok? How did that happen? Well, I, you know, late last year, I, I came across Gary V for the first time. I learned about him online and he was talking about this TikTok thing. I bought all in. I mean, I loved what he was saying. And uh, so he kept talking about this TikTok thing. You should go all in on TikTok. And I'm like, what is TikTok? Right. So, you know, download the app and start seeing these dances and things, you know, like you're talking about, like, what am I doing here? Like, what, what is this? And I posted some video that took me about two minutes to do not even really relative to what I was doing. I was just like, let me just try something. And, and it took off. So I'm like, well, let's talk about my business and see if people want to learn about it. And it, it just kind of took off. And so I was just like, I'm, I'll just keep doing this. I'll, I'll keep doing this. People are reaching out. It's fun. Um, and just trying to educate. And so give me an example of one of your videos. Do you talk, do you talk about the Medicare beneficiary stuff. I assume you do. I know you do. Cause I've watched a couple of them. Bradley yeah. sent me a, sent me your TikTok page. Yeah. So, so I started off basically talking to the younger folks. Cause I didn't think there'd be any older, you know, older folks on uh, TikTok. So I, I started talking about basically just an agent, like what an agent does, you know, how they, how they can, you know, earn an income and things like that. Talking about residuals and, and, and that really took off. And so I'm like, you know what, let's, let's get down to why I'm really here. You know, I'm not here to grow a massive team. I'm, I was just kind of experimenting, but what I want to do is ultimately educate people. And so I started shifting my, my focus from the agent side to some of these older folks that are maybe just wanting to learn about something. And and it's crazy, you guys, like there are so many people that have been following me that are that are, you know, gray hair and they're coming like they're coming to TikTok and they are. I mean, over the past six months, I it's really changed. It's really changed. So I'm going to keep going with this thing because it's only going to keep growing with that older population. So why not? Why not get in early? Well, and the thing is, like and we've talked about this on the show before is. You know, all of these platforms come out and they start young. 
and then either they fizzle out like a vine did had it had its moment or like a scott you probably remember meerkat oh or yeah Marco, you know meerkat meerkat when when the streaming platform started coming out meerkat was actually the best ux in my opinion of all of them um but anyway meerkat it fizzled out uh was taken over by facebook live periscope all that stuff but then the ones that hang around are the ones that the older demographic and the older generations migrate to they age up that's when they have real potential to stick around and TikTok is doing that and that's what's so brilliant about about what you're doing is and that's why i've told insurance agents like if nothing else like try to post every couple weeks on there have some sort of following that way if it becomes the next facebook or the next thing you're already there. It's it's like not putting up to the company match in your 401k. You might as well do it because if you don't, you're going to be behind. And for example, my mother-in-law who's in her 60s downloaded TikTok about a month ago. And I took a picture. I took a selfie with me and her in the background um, and I'm holding on to that for the moment that it's really like, okay, our parents are here. Like, this is my 60 something year old mother in law downloading her TikTok account. Tell me your clients aren't on here again. That's right. You know? but, but the other thing, too, Scott, so like one of the problems I have with the financial advisor industry, financial advising industry, is you have these companies. I'm not going to say their names, but we all know who I'm talking about that won't talk to you unless you have $250,000 to invest. Mm. That's fine. Cool. That's your, that's your jam. I get it. But how is that teaching the next generation to invest? Financial advisors like insurance agents. Insurance agents like to complain about Geico and the direct-to-consumer companies. Financial advisors like to complain about Robinhood and, and uh, companies like that. Like, oh, you're investing without an advisor. Well, what do you think is happening when you've got the biggest financial advising firms in the world won't talk to people unless they have $250,000? They're going to migrate over to those things. And so what I love about what you're doing is you're not only educating with the hopes of that there's some of your folks there, but you're educating this younger generation. And hey, if one person remembers some of the advice you talked about when they're 60 years old or 65 years old, it's going to be worth all the time you put into it, in my opinion. Absolutely. And, and that's why I've, I've shifted my focus to more of like the retirement. I just want to help people understand retirement, understand those years of, hey, when, when should you start collecting Social Security? Uh, when should you start thinking about Medicare stuff? Because who's thinking about that? I mean, I'm the first person you guys have had on about Medicare. I mean, who, you know, who's talking about that? So, yeah, I mean, I just I love the fact that I can educate people and I can hop on and do a quick one minute video and, and post it and have 25,000 views a day later. It's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, There's Scott, a lot of I'm... bad information on there too, which, which, which <laughs> yeah. kind of sets you up too. I saw a lady on there the other day saying, when you buy your house, you need to buy it in an LLC and LLCs cost $10. <laughs> like what freaking state do you live in? Hey, Scott, I want to blend a couple of po- uh, podcasts that we've done this week together for a moment you may find this interesting. So we had a guy on yesterday. His name is Cam Marston. He's from Mobile, but he's an expert in in generational change, looking at the demographics from each generation to determine 
their buying habits, their thought processes. He was telling Bradley and I yesterday, and I find this wildly interesting. He said that millennials, that they have done research recently to determine that millennials are wildly interested in, in the financial services area. That was an area that they have kind of come around and they're finding interesting to learn more about uh, how to get into it, how to become an insurance agent, a financial services agent. I wonder if some of the success that you've had on TikTok kind of pairs with that. What I mean by that is I'm wondering if, you know, if you're getting on there and educating millennials on, you know, how to become an insurance agent, how to become a financial service advisor, you know, how to do what you're doing with uh, Medicare and, and, you know, what your passion is. I wonder if that has some, some of the same level of interest, you know, because it's TikTok and there are a lot of millennials on there. What are your thoughts on that, Bradley? When you started talking, my mind immediately went to an article that I read about a year ago. Um, I think, I don't know who put it out. It may have been a complex or somebody like that. And it was an article on the sexiest careers mm-hmm. and what they based their study on was uh, Tinder profiles. Mm. And they, I think, partnered with Tinder, the app Tinder, for those of you that don't know, is a dating app, swipe right for yes, swipe left for no. And the career that had the overwhelming majority of swipe rights was the financial services sector. So I agree with Scott, I agree with the other Scott, and I agree with Cam on that, that I think the younger generation is more interested in financial services sector. And if, if you look at, I mean, my generation, I graduated high school in 2007. What happened right after? Yeah. 2008. You, you graduate, as, as Cam talked about, you graduated into a recession, right? Right. And, and with some of this generation now, you know, see everything going on in the world, they're like, there's got to be a better way. You know, uh, I think some of this generation has probably seen their parents struggle. They've seen their grandparents struggle. You know, I think some of them know they need, they're going to have to take care of their parents. I've often said the the first life insurance policy that I wrote from Snapchat in 2015 was from a kid who was following me and bought it on his dad. Mm, But Scott Sims does a great job of making the content not boring. I think, Scott, you probably put some thought into that, I would say. But you also get get the context of the platform, right? You get the you post your content in a very native way. You do the text, you do the colors, that sort of thing. Whereas some folks I can see, they just upload. Like there's no, like you're not making the content for TikTok. That's right. It, it definitely takes some, you know, I, I, I was just studying, you know, I just studied what was happening, what, what videos were performing well and, and just kind of put my own spin on it. And so you have to have those hooks. You have to have those, you know, those little visuals to keep you engaged. It's all about just staying engaged throughout that whole video. So you don't want any lapse in talking or, you know, you just want to keep that video rolling through. So I'm not trying to give you guys tips, but it took some time to, to kind of figure out what, what was working. And I continue to learn. I mean, I'm continuing to see what is, what's performing well and following some certain people really helps you too. So it's, yeah, it's when you say follow certain people, are you saying follow certain people that are in your industry or follow no. influencers in, in uh, TikTok? 
Yeah, just some influence, influencers and people that people are out there trying to help people grow. You know, they are there's people that's just trying to give you tips and things like that. And then and then their profile blows up because people just, you know, you're helping people and they want to follow. It's like, help me grow. And so um, it, it's crazy how it all works. Hey guys, it's Bradley with the Insurance Guys podcast here. I know I'm interrupting your podcast listening experience right now, but I have a very important message for you. No singular individual has done more for the Insurance Guys podcast than the man himself, Mr. Chris Paradiso. And as you may or may not know, uh, Chris releases a magazine once a year called Be the Last Agent Standing that is a phenomenal resource for the industry. Guys, you do not, I repeat, you do not want to miss this year's issue. It features some fantastic articles from people like Ryan Hanley, Bob McCool, and even myself. And if you want to get your hands on a copy before they're all gone, text the word magazine to 251-237-9383. That's 251-237-9383. We will send you the link to purchase your magazine. Really appreciate it. Thanks. So do you have your phone with you, Scott? Let's do a TikTok together while we're on. Let's do it. Yes. What do we need to talk about? Tell me what we want to, what do we want to Insurance guys podcast first. This is what I live for right here, folks. Let me ask you a question while you're pulling that up. When you make content, do you set out, do you make content with the intent of, okay, this, this is going to get a bunch of views or do you approach it with the attitude of, as long as it reaches a few people who get value out of it, you know, how, how are you, or are you disregarding both of those and you're just making what's in your heart? Right. Cause I've gotten all three answers before, you know, we Correct. interviewed a guy that set out to go viral with everything he did, which I don't necessarily agree with. All three of those things that you mentioned, all three of those things have gone through my mind. It's, it's been, you know, do I want to just try to go viral every time? No, I don't. I want to provide value. And so it, it's tough, right? Because you want every video to perform well. But there are times where I know that there are certain things that just are not. And it's that hook. You got to keep them engaged. Some things have worked. I'm continuing just to try things, you guys. So it's a work in progress. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer, that's for sure. I'll tell you one thing that I do. It's kind of a little hack, especially back when I was making all my content. Now I don't make everything. Is whoever my target kind of demographic was, I would in my head find a buddy that fits that person. And let's say that person's name is, this buddy's name is Jeff. Let's say, okay, I'm going to, or let's say Scott, Scott Howell. Let's say this particular content is talking, let's say it's for people who are older than 35 years old and are former military and very like masculine, like that would be Scott Howell. Okay, what in this video or what in this piece of content would appeal to Scott Howell? I break it down on a granular level and think what appeals to this person. But if that's the kind of demographic you're trying to reach, then it appeals to all these other people. Yeah. And what seems to be working with me is reaching out to the people that maybe don't have a college degree that are looking to start a new career and just talking about that and getting them excited about, Hey, you know, you can start your own business and you don't need a degree. You know, you can just do the work and, if you have somebody that can just kind of show you how to get started, that's, that's all some people really need to, to get jump started. I mean, 
I had no idea what an insurance agent, what it took before I talked with my friend. And so that's kind of the stuff that I've been building on. I've, I've been wanting to get some of those young people that, Hey, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know what direction to go. So that's, that's what I've been focusing a lot of that younger stuff on. Yeah. So guys, I didn't put my face on this morning, but we need to come up with a hook for our, for our TikTok that's about to get 2.6 million views on TikTok. All right, hang on, you guys. Let me, let me, you guys just want me to go right now? Heck yeah. What do you want to talk about, though? What are we going to say? Do you, well, I mean, this is going to be difficult for all three of us. I'm going to start it. Right. And if you, and if you guys want to hop in, hop in. Hey, how do you get on a podcast, a national podcast, and never being in the insurance world until, you know, just, See, you got sometimes it, you mess up, right? So you got to stop. It, it, it takes. Some time. You, here, here's <laughs> what you should do, Scott. I have an idea. I, yeah. I have an idea. A lot of you have maybe wondered how do I get interviewed on a podcast. Here's how you do it. That may be a good subject. Hey, a lot of you have probably been wondering how do I get onto a national podcast. Well, what you do is you start posting TikTok videos. You get passionate about what you're doing, and then what happens is you're doing a live podcast with people across the nation on Zoom. Look at these fine gentlemen, okay? So, hey, go follow Scott Howell. Go follow Bradley Flowers on TikTok. You're not going to be disappointed. Now, that was that was lame, you guys. I mean, I just put something together there. But you, you, it was okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's just no fear. And, and like Gary Vee says, you know, you got to put those thoughts to what people are going to say. You got to just get rid of that noise because there's always going to be haters out there. So, that was one thing. Once I finally just understood, you know what? Who cares? Like I've got my family. My family's happy. You know, we're having fun. Do your thing. Hey, hey, do it one more. Hey, do it one more time. Record one more time. Say what you said, exactly what you said, and then put the phone up to the screen. And then I'll say something about. I'll just say something funny. Hey, you guys want to know how to get onto a national podcast? You start posting TikTok videos, and here we go. What's up, millennials from around the world? If you want to learn how to be an insurance agent, go follow the Insurance Guys podcast. We will teach you how to be an insurance agent, how to run a chainsaw, and how to macrame a pair of blue jean shorts. Come see us right now. Boom. Got it. And see, you know what? You mentioned you mentioned people hating on you, Scott. And to your point, I know there are going to be some podcast listeners that reach out to me and be like that whole thing where y'all made the TikTok on the podcast like I just that that was not I didn't enjoy that but I know there's going to be some that reach out to me and say dude that was freaking awesome hearing that and it was behind the scenes and da 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 and he messed up twice and I didn't think people who had a bunch of followers messed up and you block out both sides absolutely absolutely I, I love that because you have to stay in the middle you, you can't get high you can't get low you got to just stay right in the middle so I love that absolutely I have I have literally had videos that I've done on social media, which, by the way, Scott, I don't think you know this, but I'm ta I took a one month social media sabbatical. I have not been on social media since uh, uh, what was it, Bradley? August the fourth, I think, was the day I took off. Something I believe like that. that's right. What he doesn't know is I've tagged him in every single post I posted <laughs> since then, so he's gonna come back to eight thousand. I'm kidding. <laughs> But um, you know what I did? You know what I did do, Scott? I texted out to the podcast listeners and said, hey, comment on this post and tell Scott how much you love him. That way he sees sees it when he gets back. Code, and code, after code. about two hours, I was like, 
man, don't nobody love Scott? Nobody's commenting. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then I look back and I had actually, uh, I messed up the link. It was a bad link. So what I was going to say is when I was doing a pretty good bit of video, I, there would be times I would retake like seven takes on a video before I'd get it right. Like literally seven or eight times before sure. I was like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I want. You know, some of these whiteboard videos that I've done recently, you know, it's crazy. Like when you know the information and you know, you're holding your phone out like this and you're doing this and you're trying to do, I mean, it's crazy. Like sometimes it'll be one take and I'm just like, that took 30 seconds. That took 30 seconds and it took longer to upload it and do all the captions than do the actual content. That's the beautiful thing about it. I mean, you can do 10, 20 posts a day and really blow up if you really wanted to. I mean, it's so, it's so limitless. I, mean, I saw somebody post 120 videos the other day. This guy, Jeff Corrett. Uh, and he, he went, you guys, listen to this, listen to this. He went from, I think, like 70,000 followers to 200,000 followers in just a matter of like a week. And, and he's, just, he's just trying to help people uh, grow their account. And he just posts, I mean, he posts like 10, 20 times a day. I mean, so if you want it bad enough, if you really want to get on social media and grow, you can do it right now is the time to do it. Like, what are you guys waiting for? And I think what you have to do too is you've got to do one of, especially with an insurance audience or with a goal of selling insurance or whatever your goal is. If you're in the insurance industry, what you have to do, you got to make people laugh. You got to scare them or you got to educate them. And what I like about being on here with you two is Scott's more, Scott Howell is more funny, make them laugh. You think about the video where you hit the birdhouse with the sledgehammer <laughs> and Scott, whereas Scott Sims is more educational and there's room for both, right. you know, and you can do a blend of both. There's no rules. There is no rules. Hey, can we have secret time for just a second? I need to have secret time. So I posted Scott Sims. I posted a couple of videos on TikTok that went viral and both of them got like, I don't know, 100,000. I don't know. I hadn't looked in a long time. Bradley, the one I posted of the, the dude on one end of the cul-de-sac uh, getting arrested for robbery while the girl on the other end was doing a TikTok video. <laughs> go, go see how many, if you don't mind, Bradley, go see how many views or I guess views or whatever. So, What's your handle? Uh, I don't remember. It's been so long since I've been on social. Uh, I believe it's I Protect Insurance or I Protect, I don't know. Anyway, you've got, you got two accounts. That's probably my first problem. So I post these videos and they go viral, Scott. And it's like it's like snow. Okay, I'm going to compare it to snow because in Alabama, when we get snow, everybody's excited and it's fun for about three hours, and then we're all like, "Okay, I'm ready for this to be over." So I post these videos. I'm so excited because every time I look at TikTok, like the number of views goes up by like twenty thousand, right? And I was, you know, running around the house talking about how I was TikTok famous and I probably wasn't going to be able to talk to many people anymore because I'm famous now, obviously joking. And uh, but then people start commenting on my shit. Well, I ain't got time to be replying to all these comments. And I remember thinking I need to I need to like send Bradley a message and be like, well, I guess I'm going to be a horrible person now because I have, I, there's no way I can reply to all these people commenting on this video. Because Bradley always says that. you got to reply. Somebody says you something, gotta, you got to reply. And you got to reply to every single comment because it pushes it out to more people. If you're I not know. replying to every, 
If you're not replying to every comment, you're telling the algorithm you don't want more comments. Therefore, it's not going to. But I, I know you were getting hundreds, and it's hard. And I mean, and I'm like, dude, I would, be, I would be doing nothing but seeing on TikTok all day, replying yeah. to comments. That you, video you has 115,000 115, views and 269 comments. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. I can't do 269 comments. <laughs> that's a lot. Hey, but, can I tell uh, you? Know what you, here, you know what you should do, Scott, when you get back on social? TikTok has this feature now, which is so brilliant, where you can do a video in reply to a comment. Ooh. So instead of actually replying to the comment, you can reply to the comment with a video. If you were to go back, I want you to do this when you get back on social, okay? Can, and then can, we're going to play. Can I just do one video and then just let no, it? Just, just listen. Just listen to me. All right, I want you to do this. Grant's here. He's filming this. We're going to use this, okay? I want you. You got 115,000 views right now. I want you to go back when you get back on social, and I want you to pick 20 comments, so less than 10% mm. that are good comments, mm. and I want you to do a video reply to all 20 of those comments, and then we're going to watch the metrics two months later, three months later on how you doing that on those 20, 20 comments increases the, the views on that video. Can I ask a question? And I bet you, I bet you one of those new videos where you're replying to the comment will go viral. I have to do a separate video comment on 20 comments. So what you do individual you do, comment. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do is you go in and I'm going to try to find one of my videos that has a comment. You go in, here's the comment, you hit that, you, you click on it like you're going to reply to it, but instead of replying, you hit the little camera, and it opens the camera up, and you're replying to that video. I don't know if you guys can see that. Are you replying to that comment with a video? And it's a whole new TikTok, but what it does is when people see it, the comments are live on your, your new video, so they can click on it, and it takes them to the old video. So I guarantee you, if you reply to 20 of those 269 comments with a video, not only will it, it will definitely increase the views of the old video, but I bet one of those new videos goes viral because you're funny as heck. And I know you're going to say something funny to somebody that made a stupid comment. Scott Sims, what say you? I, I, I'm disagreeing with you the whole time because all, everything you're saying is so true. You know, that's how it works. I mean, it just kind of snowballs. You've got to do it, Scott. You've got to do it. I put you on notice. Okay. All the Insurance Guys podcasts. If you guys are wondering, his handle is at the Insurance Guy. Oh, boy. I can't believe you got that handle. At the Insurance Guy. Go find the video. It's like the fourth video down. Hey, go comment something. I'll do it. I'll do it. I love this. This Scott is the favorite episode we've ever done. Scott Sims. Yes, thank sir. You for, thank you for being on the show today. You're a great American. I love you. I, I, I hope that – hey, hey – how many TikTok followers do you are you up to now? Did you say like twenty thousand something like that? I just passed the the thirty, so we just hit thirty the other day. So, yeah. and if somebody wants to come out, reach out, and watch some of your TikTok stuff, and watch you dispel the notion that you can't get business off TikTok, hell, we haven't even talked about YouTube. You're all over YouTube too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just, I'm pushing people towards YouTube. That's the beautiful thing about TikTok. You got your little link there to your YouTube, your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'll wake up. That, it was crazy. When I first started doing this, I'd wake up the next morning and have like sometimes 150 new uh, YouTube subscribers. And I'm just like, what is going on here? It's crazy, you guys. And 
Um, so my YouTube, it's up to around 3,200. I haven't posted a video in about a month because getting ready for AEP and, and, you know, focusing a little bit more on TikTok. It's just, it's like, you don't even have to be putting effort into YouTube to, to grow the YouTube. You can put it into TikTok quickly and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So tell, tell everybody what your handle is on TikTok. Yes. It's a uh, at real Scott Sims at R E A L Scott Sims. Correct. With one M Scott Sims. Yeah. You and can see it right there. Yeah. What's your uh, YouTube handle as well. So they can subscribe to that. Uh, Scott Sims Medicare coach would be the uh, kind of that last part of your URL. You can just search Scott Sims Medicare and it, it would pop up. I bet you get a lot of stuff off that because I bet you don't, you don't have a whole lot of competition on there and people, you know, YouTube is the second uh, largest search platform in the world. Sorry, not to cut you off, but I, I have to say this. I have to say this, you guys. Like just the other day, I recently went to Google and I searched how to apply for Medicare. And my YouTube video is on the first page. Okay. And I'm like, holy cow, you guys, like this, this is real. I mean, this could really help the business years from now. Right. right? I mean, it's, it's, uh, so I, I just, and then I went over to AOL of all places, AOL. And my video was the number one video, how to apply for Medicare. Wow. So that's powerful. That's powerful. Right. Are you saying people applying for Medicare are of the age that they might go to AOL to search something? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, on my, on my analytics, you know, it, it gives you where that traffic is coming from. And so AOL's up there and I'm like, that's kind of funny, but yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't have to do much digging to get down to your demographic. Do you? You I mean, it's not like you're, no. <laughs> you're like having to hunt and peck. And, well, I wonder who we're selling insurance to. No, yeah. I pretty much know who we're going after. Yeah, it's been like just my comments on the TikTok videos I've done lately. You know, I'm turning 65 in a few months or I'm turning 65 next year. You know, what do I do? And I'm like, this is a warm lead. This is a warm lead. If I'm licensed in your state, like this is a warm lead. Here we go. So, um, you know, a lot of people haven't, they, they thought I was crazy for doing TikTok and doing YouTube videos. Some of the people that I know and I, it's going to help the business. I think so. Let them think it. Yeah. Scott yeah. Sims, thank you so much for being on the show today. And, and as I always tell all of our podcast listeners, make sure that you're dumping $10,000 in the Yellow Pages ads right now. Uh, I feel I'm very bullish on that. Joke, by the way. TikTok, YouTube, just yet another platform. If you go out with the heart of a teacher, with the expectation and the desire and the passion to help people you will end up getting more business out of it whether it's directly or indirectly the more videos you post the more people you help was it zig ziglar that said something like if you want to be what was it if you if you want to make a billion dollars help a billion people something like that i think that was clint Orr that said that yeah it may have been but guys listen to me Follow Scott Sims. Go, just go do what he's doing. That's all you got to do is go do what he's doing. It's not hard. We're not doing freaking brain surgery here, guys. We're tying shoelaces. I'm about to have a freaking stroke, Bradley. 
guys, get out from behind your desk today. Go make money for your family. Stop doing TPS reports. Stop freaking looking at scorecard bonuses and all this other crazy shit that y'all do. Go sell some damn insurance today and make money for your family, for your husband, for your wife. Put money in your kid's college fund so that they can get a degree and be 10 years ahead of their their peers. And go help your parents that are struggling right now that need $500 this month, but you can't give them $500 because you didn't want to get out from behind the damn desk and go sell some insurance. Write good business for the agencies that you represent and write good business for the companies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Scott. Guys, you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love you very much. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.